All right, guys, we're back with more rankings, but let's make this really clear. Kickers and defense and special teams, you guys can't get your own episode. So we're mixing it all in one. We're going to be quick with this one. We're going to do a top five for the defense and special teams. We're going to do a top five for the kickers. Kev's not going to say anything for the kickers just because he doesn't want to. He's just being Kev. But if you want to see our fantasy rankings, go to our website, become a member. Go to our members-only page, and you guys can check out our rankings right on there. But let's start it off with the defense first. Go to the fun thing first. And at five for fantasy defenses, I have to have the Chicago Bears. The addition with, of Robert Quinn along with Khalil Mack is going to be absolutely lethal. I think they can really affect the rushing game for opposing offenses. They can severely get after the quarterback. I think it's just going to take that secondary to really be a lead again to translate into defensive touchdowns. Um, at four, I'm going to go with the L.A. Chargers. I think their potential is legit. Their secondary is scary. And they have two great pass rushers in Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram. So I think they really have potential to consistently be a defense that will keep their team in it. We don't know what the Chargers offense is going to look like with either Tyrod Taylor or Justin Herbert. But we know that that's a team that can compete and could maybe give the Chiefs a run for their money in the division. But, Lou, do you want to come in with your next two defenses? Yeah, Steve, I actually have the Bears at five as well. I think they'll be uh, better than last season. I think the offense will be improved, which will help that. But they're too loaded on that side of the ball to just not uh, be in contention always to be one of the best fantasy defenses, especially trying to rebound off of a poor year last season. But, Steve, at four, I have the Denver Broncos. Now you have a healthy Vaughn Miller, a healthy Bradley Chubb, and the offense is going to significantly improve because you don't have Joe Flacco with that awful first half of the season dragging them down. Much healthier, much younger, dude, and I really, really like them this season. Kev, you want to hop in with your five and four for defenses? Yeah, sure. So, Steve, me and you actually had the same five and four, but actually flip-flopped. I actually had the Chargers at five and the Bears at four, just because we saw how dominant the Bears can be, and and I feel like that really is their identity uh, last year with the horrendous quarterback performance they had. Their defense really carried them. But you could flip-flop them either way, but definitely both top five defenses, just barely outside the top three this year. No, fair enough. And I'm going to come in at three, and Lou, you had the Broncos at four. I had the Broncos at three, and I think that this is a team, you know, that really could have two top ten pass rushers on their defense along with having a great secondary. A.J. Boye is there. Justin Simmons is there. They drafted a rookie cornerback to go, to go across from A.J. Boye. Bradley Chubb and Vaughn Miller are two guys, two pass rushers, that can equip 15 sacks each in a season. Uh, we saw Bradley Chubb went down early last year, and that was a big blow for that Denver team. But he's going to come back, and he's going to be better. Vaughn Miller is going to just keep on using his experience, his versatility, and his, his just quick pass moves to, to get after the passer. And they're always going to be a, a top defense. Two, I have to have the Pittsburgh Steelers. Their defense was absolutely what kept them alive last year at 8-8 eight and because eight, we all know that quarterback controversy that was going on while Big Ben was injured. Um, the Steelers have a lot of young stars that have great potential in T.J. Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick, and Devin Bush. So the sky's the limit, and they really could be one. But at one, I have to go with a more complete team. I have to go with the defense that continued to get better this offseason with the addition of Patrick Queen and Calais Campbell and so many other guys. But that's the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens, j- just like Kev said about the Bears, and that being what they're defined as, the Ravens are always going to be um, a tough defensive team. We know that. 
from back in the day with Ed Reed and Ray Lewis. But you're talking about a defense. Marlon Humphrey's still there. Chuck Clark is an emerging star at safety. There's so many guys on this defense, and I don't know what's better, their offense or their defense. Yeah, Steve, I, I agree with the, your top three. I do have it in a slightly different order. So I have the Niners at three. Uh, they did give us D-Buck. Send him right to Andy. I love that. But they drafted phenomenally anyways, and they have been for the last couple seasons. Uh, Joey Bosa was the highest-rated defensive rookie for a reason last year. I mean, I really think they're going to be just as good as they were defensively because I think the offense will be slightly better because Jimmy is more experienced. But at two, Steve, I have the Ravens, uh, and only because I have Pitt at one. They had the most turnovers last year, and they did a great job at taking the ball away from pretty much everybody. And I think with Big Ben back and that offense to be much, much more improved, I think that will help them a lot and keep them off the field and fresh. But I think the Steelers or the Ravens flip-flop them one and two, but I, I like Pitt at one. All right, well, since the Sandbox fans, you guys know I'm, I'm predominantly an offensive guy, being you know a former quarterback and all. So I'm not going to get into too much depth. We've already touched on all the teams I have in my top three, so I'm not really going to elaborate much more. But at number three, I do have the Denver Broncos, a.k.a. the Mile High Assassins. Number two, I have the 49ers. And at one, I have the Baltimore Ravens. Shout out, Big Tony. (laughs) No, fair enough. And before we shift to kickers where Kev doesn't give his take, Lou, I don't know if you heard DeForest Buckner giving his season expectations and talking about his own personal goals, but he's going for Michael Strahan's sack record at 22 and a half sacks. So I feel like that's something you would really want him to accomplish as a Colt. Um, But the 49ers did get a good replacement in Javon Kinlaw in that trade for them. But it worked out for both sides. I love it. They're going to keep sleeping on the offense and the defense, man. And they've already been saying in practice that it's been it's been really good between both sides. You know what I mean? Like, they, they really seem like they're coming together. And Xavier Rhodes has been mentoring Rocky Sin, and he's been helping them learn the playbook because they, they're both trying to learn as a rookie and a first-year guy on the team. So, I mean, a sophomore and a, a first-year guy on the team. But I'm excited, man. I have them not in the top 10 uh, defenses, but if you guys want to check out the rankings, you could see where I have the, uh, the good old boys in blue and white. <laughs> but let, let's shift to kickers. And at five, I'm going to Arizona. I think that this is going to be a top offense, and, and I think that they're really going to put up some numbers. So at five, I got Zane Gonzalez. At four, we're talking about a guy that's shifting teams but is still known as one of the great kickers. And that's Greg the Leg. Greg the Leg is now a Cowboy. So Greg Zerline will be kicking down in Dallas for Mike McCarthy's uh, Dallas Cowboys. And they're going to be putting up numbers. So Greg Zerline at four. It's funny. I have Greg the Leg at five. And I think that uh, now that he's on a high-powered offense, not that the Rams weren't, but I didn't think it was right for him. Now he's in Jerry World. I think he's going to be great. And I think it'll make up for a lot of field opportunities from the Cowboys in the red zone. So that'll be great for him. And at four, I have Matt Gay. I think the problem with the Pats with, with Tom Brady last season was they couldn't get in the end zone and they kept settling for field goals. And I think Brady's going to learn a new offense. And he's already said that I didn't realize how hard it is to learn the new terminology. I've been doing the same thing for 19 years, essentially, like language-wise. And uh, I think it'll be a little bit of a struggle at first to complete some of those chemistry-type plays and knowing where guys are going to be. So I think they will have a lot of field goal opportunities for Matt Gay. It'll be, it'll be a big year for him. At three, I have to come in with Will Lutz. I mean, kicking in a dome is an advantage in its own. But just having, you know, such a great offense like they have, I mean, Will Lutz is going to be kicking for days. Um, Two, I'm going to another high-powered offense, and that's Kansas City. Harrison Bucker, I mean, 
he's going to be kicking kicking butts all, all down the field. But at one, I just don't even think there's a debate for for this title, for this position, the number one kicker in the league, Justin Tucker. Yeah, Steve, again, our lists are, are, are pretty similar, but I have one and two flip-flopped. I do have Lutz at three. The Saints, I mean, what a, what a crazy good offense. I, don't get me started on, on Drew Brees' plethora of weapons. But at two, I have Tucker, and I think it, it could flip. Dude, I mean, him and Butker are awesome on high-powered offenses who consistently score. You know what I mean? Now that there's no fan to kind of really uh, – take away some of the kicker's confidence and distract them. I think we're going to see a lot better kicking numbers uh, than we have the past few seasons as that went down because of uh, them pushing it back. But now there's no home field advantage, so guys are kicking with, with a clear mind. No, they definitely are, and we know we're not going to get any hot takes from Kev as far as kickers, so that's going to wrap things up for this episode. You guys got our defense and special teams. You got our kicker. You only heard the top five, so if you guys need to hear or see anything more than that, Go to our website, sinceasandbox.net, sign up to become a member, go to the members-only page, and you guys will see our rankings right on there. Make sure to stay tuned. Make sure to give us that five-star review. And check out your boy's Instagram for all the new Since the Sandbox merchandise, apparel, and giveaway items. September 1st can't get here any sooner, boys. We out, Since the Sandbox.